American Catholic History is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Hello and welcome to American Catholic History. If you like our podcast, help others find it by sharing the episode and giving us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Noelle Heaster-Crow. And I'm Tom Crow. Today we're talking about the proto-martyr of the Americas, the Spanish Franciscan missionary priest, Father Juan de Padilla. Not a whole lot is known about him, but it is known that he is the first person to shed his blood for Christ in what is now the United States. So he deserves an episode all his own. Yes, and this opening requires me to issue a correction to an earlier episode. In episode 67 about the North American martyrs, I said, quote, René Goupil became the first martyr on American soil on September 19, 1642, unquote. This was off by almost exactly 100 years. I'm happy to correct this today and share the story of the actual first martyr of America. Like I said, not a lot is known about him, but let's talk about what we do know. Sure. Well, we know that he was born around 1500 in Andalusia, which is the southernmost part of Spain. He was a soldier in Spain before becoming a Franciscan and coming over to the New World as a missionary. Again, when he came over isn't exactly clear, but there is a letter from 1529 which he signed and which shows that he was in New Spain by that year. He was known as an energetic and trustworthy missionary, and he was given important responsibilities in the church. He founded a number of religious communities, and in the 1530s, he was in charge of a community of friars in Jalisco in west-central Mexico. In 1540, he was tapped to be one of four Franciscans to join the conquistador Francisco Vazquez de Coronado on a journey north into New Mexico to conquer and colonize that region. The Spanish authorities in Mexico City had been told of seven cities of gold among the tribes of the untamed north, and Coronado was the one sent to see about it. But since this was a Spanish expedition, they brought along priests. Padilla's interest in going wasn't to find gold, of course. His interest was to evangelize the natives. The massive undertaking, including a thousand men, 1,300 horses and mules, and hundreds of head of sheep and cattle for food, set off from Compostela in 1540 and made for the Rio Grande. They traveled around the region of present-day Arizona, New Mexico, and western and northern Texas in 1540 and early 1541. They found many pueblos, including the one at Taos, New Mexico, and they were the first Europeans to see the Grand Canyon. But they didn't come upon any cities of gold. However, in April of 1541, a native whom they'd taken captive began talking about a city of gold far to the east called Quivera. This captive, whom they called the Turk due to his appearance, convinced Coronado that what he said was true. So Coronado and a chunk of the men decided to take a trek to this mythical town of Quivera. Father Padilla joined the group. The trek took them far from New Mexico across what is today the panhandles of Texas and Oklahoma and up into modern-day Kansas. This territory was unlike anything they'd experienced. Rather than the arid high mountains, it was the Great Plains, where the grass grew thick and the bison roamed. In June, they reached the point where the Turks said Quivera should be. But all that was there was a series of villages of grass huts where the Quivera tribe lived. It turned out the man whom they called the Turk was a member of this tribe and was just wanting to get back to his people, so he tricked them into taking him there. 
Coronado was so enraged that he had the Turk executed on the spot, and then the entire expedition returned to New Mexico. But Father Padilla was taken with the plight of the people on the plains. He was there to evangelize, after all. He was more confident that more missionaries would make it up to New Mexico, but there was no notion that missionaries would make it out into this territory anytime soon. He knew that if there were to be a missionary journey, it was up to him. So when Coronado left New Mexico to return south to New Spain, Padilla stayed on in New Mexico with a few other missionaries. Later, in 1541, Father Padilla, two lay Franciscan brothers, and a Portuguese soldier set off to return to the Quivira. Now this is where the story kind of becomes like the end of the movie Clue. Here's how it could have happened. I know, right? But seriously, there are a number of different accounts of what happened here. The first possibility is a straightforward one. As the group of four was heading toward the Quivira and were nearing the village, the Quivira saw them coming. They decided they didn't like the Christians and sent out a war party to intercept them. When Father Padilla saw that the group coming toward them was not a welcome committee, he ordered his companions to flee and he knelt to pray so as to draw their attention to him. It worked, he was killed, and his companions escaped back to New Mexico. The other possibilities are some combination of parts, but they all start with Father Padilla and his companions being welcomed by the Quivera, but then things began to get murky. First, they were actually received well by the Quivera, and they stayed among the people for a time before deciding to expand the mission field to other tribes and other villages. The accounts vary about whether they stayed for just a few months or as long as two years, and then accounts vary as to who killed Father Padilla. Some accounts say the Quiveras got upset with his decision to go to their rival tribes, so they killed him. Other accounts say that he and his companions set off from the Quivira camp in peace and were set upon by warriors of a tribe hostile to the Quivira. In these scenarios, his companions were taken prisoner for a time, but managed to escape and make it back to New Mexico. Whichever account is true, Father Padilla gave himself up to the attackers in an effort to allow his companions to get away. He had gone out to bring Christ to the natives and suffered a martyr's death for his efforts. Accounts continue to vary about his body after his death. Most say his body was never recovered and the, the exact spot of his martyrdom is not known. But there is a church in Isleta, New Mexico, which claims to be his burial place, though the evidence is not strong. And because of all the uncertainty about where he died, there are three different places, at least three different places, in Kansas with markers to honor Father Padilla. One is in Padilla Park in Harrington, Kansas. The second is a cross erected by the Knights of Columbus outside of Lyons, Kansas, about 80 miles west of Harrington. The third is near St. Rose of Lima Church in Council Grove, Kansas, about 30 miles east of Harrington. But if you think about it, it's fitting that the exact location of Father Padilla's martyrdom and his final resting place are not known, because all three locations, Harrington, Lyons, and Council Grove, are about 100 miles from the central point of the contiguous 48 states. So the first martyr to shed his blood for Christ on American soil did it right in the center. It would be nearly 300 years before another missionary entered Kansas to bring the faith to the people of the Plains. You've been listening to American Catholic History on the StarQuest Production Network. If you've been enjoying our podcast, please help others find it by sharing this episode and by giving us a five-star rating and a good review. We also ask you to support the many productions of SQPN at sqpn.com give. To learn more about Father Juan de Padilla, 
to find previous episodes, or to learn about our upcoming pilgrimages to important and unforgettable Catholic holy sites, please visit AmericanCatholicHistory.org. We also love feedback and hearing about great Catholic history sites and stories from all over. You can email us at history at sqpn.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash American Catholic History, on Instagram at ACH underscore podcast, or follow StarQuest on Twitter at SQPN. I'm Noelle Heaster-Crow. And I'm Tom Crow. Thank you once again for joining us on American Catholic History, produced by StarQuest. <laughs>